You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 455th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in the city beautiful of Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis. And Spencer out in Holyoke, Massachusetts, representing the fall colors. Boys, road season is done. It's over. I can tell because the leaves are changing. It's like they all fell from the trees. Yep. Cyclocross weather blew in on a northern clipper or something. Other than all the weird stage races that are punishment that are still happening. Oh my, what's that, Tim? What, what, what's this? What? What's happening? News break. Okay. Did you guys see 42-year-old Alejandro Valverde still has it and got fourth place at Gravel Worlds? You may I, uh, have noticed because it was actually on TV, unlike the women's race, because <laughs> yeah. apparently uh, women's gravel racing is less exciting. I don't know. Um, thanks to the UCI for that. But Valverde still has it. Still got it. Yeah. He beat a lot of a lot of like current pros. Like That's got to be putting the bug in him that he could come back. Because, <laughs> you know? I mean... I like how we're using the term beat because he got fourth, but to us it's a victory. As well, fourth fellow. is a result, and like there's it, big okay, names okay. behind Swenson. him. Is what okay, I'm okay, okay, okay. Little guy. Yeah. Some big names in world tour racing who are at the end of their season, who have been doing a hundred race days this year, yeah. who are just tired and just there for the good times and Valverde. <laughs> Comes out guns blazing for yeah. his one big ride this year, and you're like, he should be back in the pro peloton. Oh, no, 100,000 percent, he should be back he, in the pro peloton. Movie star right now is oh, yeah, killing themselves oh, yeah. for him to come back. That's some serious Guaranteed. points. I'm not saying Valverde should be back doing, <laughs> doing like a double grand tour schedule, but the fact uh-huh. that Movie Star hasn't been able to convince him to stay on the roster and just just pick off a race here and there uh, is is crazy. Like the way that Ineos for years has had Cameron Wirth or whatever his name is on their team. And he like mostly does triathlons, but when they need somebody, they pull him in to like pull at the front of Perry Roubaix before he goes for a run. Like <laughs> okay. in the same way he did that this year. He's, he's a crazy person. He's a triathlete. They're crazy people. But yeah, Valverde would be the opposite in that whenever Movistar was like, hey, we haven't won a race for a long time, which would be at every race they show up to, they could send <laughs> Valverde in to, you know, remind so, people they exist. Couple questions for you. I don't know if you, if either of you saw the sprint finish of Valverde and Keegan Swenson coming in for fourth place, but mm. crowds four or five deep on the finish line. It actually a fair amount of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the reason Keegan Swenson lost to the to the wily veteran Alejandro Valverde is because oh. there wasn't any lapped riders on the course. Yeah, because mm. Keegan Swenson's used to dodging strays, uh-huh. sure. finishing a hundred mile event or the totally. Grand Fundo before. Uh-huh. And second, so you're saying the UCI I, Gravel Worlds didn't have the the spirit of gravel that most races have, yeah, which is well, stragglers finishing at the same time as the elites. <laughs> well, they failed at the whole like showing the women's race. Oh, certainly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly. But they excelled at clearing out the course. I also want to point out that uh, I forgot how much I missed surfing Twitter. Or Instagram, when Valverde gets a good result to the English-speaking media and cycling mm-hmm. fans, and how much like, oh, retired doper, 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 yeah. doper, 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 do
<laughs> but meanwhile, we're all like celebrating Team Rabobank for going <laughs> one, two, three in every Grand Tour, forgetting about the history that is that team. Yeah, because Valverde, Valverde got busted before Rabobank got busted. Like his busting is older <laughs> yeah, than the, that team's bust. Like, like it's the same ilk. Like, let's be honest here. And homie's doing it at 43? Mm-hmm. Like, giving us hope. It's it's a wonderful thing. Um, I just loved going on the old Twitter sphere, seeing the angst and the hate for a fourth-place finish. It was great. Can't wait to hear the other cycling podcasts talk about this, but we've been uh, fans since day one, and the old man still got it. That's I all thought, I just wanted to say. I did think when Valverde retired that <laughs> Tim would not be able to find that many ways to continue to talk about him. And uh, I've been proven wrong because he's pretty much surfaced in every episode since. So, so I am, I'm going on a gravel ride tomorrow, driving up. Inspired. Uh, to, I'm sure. It's inspired. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Indigenous People's Day. So I'm taking the day off of work, going uh, up to Gainesville, mm-hmm. reconning the Doc Hollywood Invitational course. Uh. It's three years the Doc Hollywood has not happened. Bringing it back. The the legendary Doc Hollywood. Oh, you hear to hear first, back folks. For its, for its 11th year. Yeah. Get, I packed my clothes. We're in the Movistar multi-tube tomorrow. And if I could fit into it, the signed Valverde size small jersey um, that I've got. Give Movistar. it a go for but old time's sake. Yeah. Just old time. Just, just the belly enhancer. Just get it out there. Uh-huh. Like I tell you, I was absolutely thrilled when I saw that result today. And, you know, Keegan Swenson, better luck next time. You learned a lot. I wanted Keegan Swenson to do well, but if anyone's going to beat him, I don't even know who won the men's race. Don't really <laughs> care. What I do know is that um, uh, Niwadana won the women's race over yeah. Sylvia Persico. Of UAE and Demi Vollering of SD Works. That's pretty what a, awesome. What a great result for for Cassie. She's been like she seems like the always um always on the podium, basically. Yeah, like bridesmaid never the bride situation, you know, where yeah. uh where she's just always knocking on the door for years and years. And I know she's won some stuff and, and whatever, what you, but this is but the it's big been like one, four you know? years since she had a win, which yeah. is crazy because she is like a top ten machine every, at big every races. single race yeah and so if i was gonna nice. just throw this one out there to you uh-huh. my fellow cycling fans if i was to tell you you could choose between two races mm-hmm. where first place and the second place finisher and third place finisher are 33 seconds back and fourth and fifth are a minute and a half back okay or you could watch a race where the winner wins Second place is 40 seconds back. Third place is four minutes back. And fourth and fifth is seven minutes back. Which one would you take? The first race I mentioned yeah. or the second one? Well, but you're not going to tell me who got fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're trying to do here, little guy, but play along. Yeah, I'm trying to point out no, that the right. women's race was way more exciting than it the men's race, but we would like never know yeah. because apparently it's okay in 2024 to win a UCI bid yeah. and mm-hmm. not put the race on television. I would I, expect yeah, this type of, of thing for MLS, but for UCI World Championship <laughs> bike racing, this is ridiculous. It's pretty unbelievable. Was there a reason given? I never heard if there's a reason given. I, not that it would be valid, but I just wondered what the, the weird line was. I think the, the was. reason was is that the UCI didn't check with the promoters, and the promoters were like, whoops, forgot people would actually want to watch women's race. It doesn't even make sense from... It's in Italy, Any, little guy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like... <laughs> the, but like, like the, yeah. the popularity not of on it the is radar? showing itself so many times that... like. I don't know the number. The numbers are just as big or bigger a lot of times. So like, why would you go? It's like you have to go out of the way to to hurt yourself. And like, it doesn't make any sense why you You, would do it. You you have to go out of your way to not broadcast it at this point. Like you have to be trying. You're already hiring all the people to be there. You're hiring the production team. You've got the the truck there and everything. And you are actively saying 
no, I'm not going to do this race as well. I have two races this weekend. I am not doing this one. Yeah. In, in, yeah. In this day and age, it's, it's insane. And you're just leaving money on the table. Like I, it doesn't even make, it makes it zero sense from like somebody wants to broadcast that and, mm-hmm. and what you just leave it. You're like, Oh, we're going to do it. We're going to throw the race, but we don't want to get any money. I don't understand. I thought that's how, you know, teams don't get any money from this stuff. I thought there was some money occasionally being exchanged. It's sort of mind boggling. So, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, Gravel Worlds, congratulations. The spirit of gravel took the first 10 minutes of this podcast. Let's move into the next biggest <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, how does that Paris even Tours. happen? Paris, Paris Tours, <laughs> uh, the, the, the Fall Sprinters Classic. Shout yeah. out to American racer, little guy, uh, Riley Sheehan, um, yeah. Boulder, Colorado. Um, takes the win. Yeah. I mean, great, great race for the Israeli pro uh I don't protect team uh, trial rider, but it looks like he actually has a contract for next year. Yeah. And I wonder if this will be the same stay this way. Cause currently, yeah, he's, he's, he's a trainee with is Israel premier tech. He's supposed to go back to the Denver disruptors. It's not often <laughs> a trainee comes over and wins like uh-huh. the biggest sprinter race at the end of the season. Adap- he, I mean, he had Adal- a huge season in, in, in the U.S., like he he won like Joe Martin and all this stuff, but like obviously he's like a great racer. That's why they took him on. But it's it's pretty funny that he comes over as a trainee and he's supposed to go back to racing crits in America. The Denver Disruptors. Um, you know, I was looking on uh, first cycling for results uh, for this gentleman. Um, mm-hmm. No, no Denver Disruptors results showing up on old first cycling. So I gotta imagine this is gonna make sense for someone that just won Paris tours to just go to the Denver disruptors. Um, but yeah, cool. It, I mean, assuming that he wasn't fired like the other 75% I was gonna of the say, yeah, in, in the uh, NCL, hopefully he didn't get laid off like the rest of them. I mean, I hopefully he did um, get laid off because at this point he has a pretty good resume in Europe to uh, shop around right now here at the end of the season and fill some slots. I hmm. hear there's a couple teams that we're going to merge and aren't going to merge and are going to maybe merge and nobody knows. <laughs> so maybe there's some spots in that. It could be. It could occurring. Be. Who knows? Now, anymore. I did do some searching. Um, the Dennis Denver disruptors finished second place to the Miami Knights in the NCL. Um, you can't see how they did it individual races, but did you guys know that the coach of the Denver Denver disruptors is one Sven Tuft? Yeah, I didn't I know did that. Know you that. didn't know yeah. that? Of course we knew that. Thought you got your Sven Tuft updates <laughs> all the time. Jeez. Out of <laughs> touch much? <laughs> Boy. Um, Denver cool. Disruptors are uh, like my favorite. I've got all the gear. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing their kit today when I was just doing like chores around the house because mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't yeah. like ride or anything. But, yeah. Well, after yeah. winning Paris Tours, uh, best of luck to uh, Riley Sheehan. Uh, for next year's race, maybe I'll see you in Pompano Beach, Florida, for the next NCL race. Perhaps. Man, let's hope not. I I've got my fingers <laughs> crossed. If he just won such a such a good good end of season oh, th- race, this just in gonna... the Pompano Beach criterium has been canceled. Yeah. Well, All you right. know, I mean, well. I, on a serious note, it does. Uh, speak to the level of some of the racing here in the U S even though it is kind of a clown show and we like to make fun of it because of the, the promoters are insane and the races and the logistics of everything. Uh, American race calendar is kind of bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully maybe more people get a shot, get to test the legs uh, as they say, over in uh, over in Europe land and get some of those throwaway Italian classics at the end of the year that nobody cares about. And it's not an some... Italian classic. Uh, we're not even on the Italian classics yet, but yes. Paris Tours? That's Paris not Stewart. an Italian classic? No. It's... no. Mm. So we've got, uh, speaking that. of the Italian classics, let's, let's yeah, let's talk do about some the Italian most famous classics of talk. them all. The Lombardia, the fifth mm-hmm. of the six cycling monuments each I year. Uh, did... Tajik Pogacar takes the win i did try to lead into that off the jump yeah. with the falling leaves uh, it was good it was good third three times in a row you guys he's won this race that is 
crazy. That is legend stuff. Obviously, um, we know. Guy, who won the legend. women's uh, Lombardia? I don't remember. I'm sorry. You got me. Busted. Who was it? No, I don't get it pulled up. I don't have Peeling it back up. the uh, the curtain there that uh, we don't have the facts pulled up in front of us for this podcast. It is unscripted. <laughs> and uh, I'm just assuming that there wasn't a women's Lombardia, to be honest. So it was kind of a, a jab at the promotion. I don't know. I, I was... I was luckily, I have an excuse. I was at a wedding all weekend, so I don't know what happened at all. But little guy, did you watch Lombardia? I did watch Lombardia. Uh, well, mostly. I was also getting a kid ready to go to soccer. So I watched it in the classic way that I like to watch most of my races, which you watch a little. You walk out of the room. You say, you don't have your shoes on? What? Get your shoes on. You come back. Whoa, Pogue attacked? Um, uh-huh. yeah, it was great. He got cramps. He won solo. Uh Baglio or whatever the Italian dude from uh, Quick Step got second, who had a huge Italian Classics week. I'm sure all our fans watched all the Italian Classics, so they got to see him all week. Uh, the uh, Sudal boys were out guns ablazing all week, uh, talking trash and winning bike races. <laughs> so that okay. was fun. But uh, yeah, it was a good one. Roglic looked a little weak, but came through in the end with a third place to round out his Bumblebee career and. The classic race of the falling leaves. I'm sure you guys watched it too. I don't know why I'm telling you this because you guys both watched it. No, I didn't. But I was uh, busy watching Trey Valley Veracine. That was a great race. Oh, you watched it. Really? So, so are you on board with my my? I mean, like, it the Italian as classics good as is great. Grand Piemont. But, Grand you know, Piemont is great. great. But as a <laughs> as a like thrown in, you got it on that second screen while you're doing a little bit of work at home, like. It's great to have some races midweek, and they're fun, and wow. there's a nice build-up to Lombardy. Yeah, <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> well, what did you think of the trash when uh, Van Wielder or whatever won earlier in the week, and he and he basically just said, hey, we don't like this merger. We don't want to merge with the Bumblebees. This was pre-before the merger thing sort was of like fell apart. That was pretty good, because basically doing there's enough for two teams. Um, which makes sense nice. because there's two teams. <laughs> the wolf pack, the wolf pack still exists. It was great. It was around that time that everyone started making the great joke. Um, I'll give a hat tip to my friend, um, Jason Lee, who brought it to my attention first is that with the, the departure of Primoz Roglic to team Bora Hansgrow, we are not going to be welcomed with the, the, uh, Amazon Primos. Yeah. It is unfortunate. Yeah. So, like, you know, special delivery, two day, like, especially if he wins Criterium International, like, two-day races, like, you know, it, it'd be great. Um, but we lost that opportunity um, because capitalism. But it was still really cool to see uh, Primo Roglic go to yeah. But do you think we're going to gain, uh, through capitalism, Primoz Roglic doing uh, Sagan oh, commercials yeah. in the shower? Right? Are I we, sure are hope we, so. Are we Dude, I'm that? all about it. You guys know me. I sold out a long time ago. Like, yeah, I'm all for it. Roglic, congratulations. He's back. I'm stoked by this going to Bora Hansgrove. He's going to have Bookman to work for him. Mm-hmm. Like, we actually have a, uh, we could have a much better Tour de France this year. It's good, Jay. It's going to be great. Hinley is, yeah, there's a, they got a sneaky, got a strong <laughs> team building Very up. Very strong yeah. team. Yeah. They might almost have. Too many cooks in the kitchen going on at some point in the season. Again, but see, Roglic can deal with that. You know? Oh yeah, no, it's true. But if they can get their their egos in a row by the tour, yeah, they could be a real force. Yeah, um, we could have a what do you guys have to get in a row? They have Roglic. They have like, Henry. Get in line. Get in line. Uh, uh, okay, mate. Get in line behind the uh, Roglic. Yeah, that's my know. Australian accent I mean, for the I, folks down there in Aussie Corner. Hindley has a Hindley has a right to want to be the leader. Like obviously he can go to the Giro and the Volta yep. or whatever and and go those routes. Um I, I but think like that's probably the case. And yeah. that's probably the case. And you're right. Like Bookman and like Danny Martinez is going there, right? So like that that'll be a super strong team to back him up. The only I mean the thing might be that like Hindley's gonna end up with a real He'll end up with the the leftovers for the Giro, and he might be a little salty about that, you know. Well, he did win the Giro. That's that's cool. Twenty twenty two, he won the Giro. Yeah, 
And then Primo's uh, yeah, won it this yeah, year. Yeah. So, like, we got two Giro yeah. winners on this team. And he nice. won, uh, he did win the Herald Sun Tour in uh, 2020. I mean, great pedigree. Um, let's see. Wow, you're talking oh, some three, three time. Three time pull up the results after I was just saying we don't have them up because there's no Roglic. way you pulled that out from nowhere. Oh yeah, no, no, I've got them all. <laughs> uh, three time Vuelta winner, uh-huh. won the Giro this year. Two time Torino Adriatico winner. Little guy, uh-huh. go ahead. I see you searching. You're trying to like catch, but Roglic is the real deal. He's now the captain of Bora Hands. Wait, 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 wait. And wait. guess what, Jai? Roglic you can learn is the real deal. Yes. I, I'm not debating that Roglic is the real deal at all. Roglic. I mean, he, he is definitely the real deal. I'm just it's saying. It's even next Pogacar, though. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is. Oh, you know, Hi- Henley actually is pretty good. He did get second in the GC at the Giro once uh, in 2020 as well. So he's got two good Giros. That's fantastic. Love it. Roglic, the stud has arrived, gentlemen. And it's amazing. All right. And he just got third at Lombardia. He won the Giro della Emilia. Little guy, I thought you'd be into that. That's an Italian classic. Not many people know about it. I um, but yeah, pretty sure I was. Were deal. you at, on the last 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 episode with me? I think you were. Eh, I don't know if I was fully here, but I gotta <laughs> say, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. pretty stoked. I you mean, know, Bora is gonna be fantastic. They just need new kits. Other than what uh, this this Roglic um, transfer that we uh, did, sort of. He have the rumors for last week. Everything else that we reported on as being rumored, no longer in play. Yeah, it all fell apart. Yeah, so, it all disappeared. Yeah. If like you're listening to this uh, in the future, or the past, or wherever, uh, our time traveling <laughs> friend um, Warren's going to be his mind. It's going to be very confused. confused. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, all of this just sort of fell apart. None of it's happening. Nobody's going to Enios. Nobody's merging. Maybe Amazon's still coming around. Who knows? Um, but Remco's staying put, um, all of it, all of it was, uh, was just noise to get us all, to give us some podcast fodder. So I do appreciate that from, from the Peloton. <laughs> it's been a messy, weird couple week, yeah. week and a half. I don't even it's, remember how long it was. It felt like so long, the weird, it's so weird team because rumors usually just fell apart. Usually we have it sorted out by the end of the tour, you know, like end of July, mm. this is all uh, sorted, yeah. buttoned up, buttoned up. Yeah. Nobody, what are we doing? I mean, yeah, the B and B hotel stuff from last, from 2022, <laughs> that feels like 300 years ago of that yeah. team, like imploding. So the little guy, uh, Tim, the clock starts now. You have okay. one minute to tell me why we should watch the Italian classics next year. Because uh, you watched them this year and you were entertained. There you go. I don't need any more time than that. I think they speak for themselves. Wow. Case closed. And with that, let's go to this week's Lap with very own re- reporter on the sidelines and Bora Hansgrow superstar Jai Hindley to tell us all about what's happening in the professional peloton. Hi everyone, I'm Jens Folk and I do not listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. Alright guys, here we are in the Prem Lap. Oh man, it's so great to see you both. Most importantly is because I will be on the ground in October oh. representing Criterion Nation, a fellow so confused. Wide Angle Podium podcast <laughs> okay. at the St. Saint- Pete Crit. Part oh. of the Crit series. Okay. I haven't gotten my press pass yet, but I'm working on it to do some live on the ground reporting okay. of America's fastest sport, Criterion I, Racing, for I the coolest a, podcast. An, an up and comer uh, on the Denver Disruptors. Can you maybe uh, try and get, get some leads? Yes. I don't know if they're allowed in, but hmm. I do know the Austin Aviators, uh-huh. the Omaha Owls, uh-huh. and the Northwest Arkansas Runways. Are gonna be there. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Okay. And the yeah. the Minnesota Flatlanders are they gonna be there as well? I don't know. But if you listen to Criterium Nation with our friend Rob Kelly on the Wide Angle Podium Network, you can catch hey, up all about it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like there were quotation marks around friend when you just said that. 
There were. <laughs> we're buddies. Whoa. That's all. Just that's checking. all. That's all. That's um, all. Okay. All right. We got a little podcast rivalry but, going on. I like it. Yeah. And you know what? It is what it is. But let's also talk psychocrosses <laughs> here. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'll be in Madison at the Psychocross World Cup. Why? Because I may or may not be making an appearance on Psychocross Radio. Oh. Which well, is, is also true? back with our good friends, the shoe star, Zach Schuster, Bill Scheichen mm-hmm. of CX Hairs fame, and Michael Bodenheimer, the biggest and best the, golfer in the Big Easy. The real question, Tim, <laughs> yes. is if you're going to be at this World Cup, uh huh, you you may make an appearance on Cyclocross Radio, and that would yes. be impressive. I don't know if it will be invited. I'll just show up. Certainly it will not be. But will Mm. you be able to make an appearance on Cyclocross television on the Wide Angle Podium uh, YouTube channel where Bill has also been killing it? And obviously we need some uh, representation in the footage. No, I will be on it because I don't know if you checked the latest heat check, but I wasn't even ranked. And I've got to do something about that. Again, huh? Again. How many weeks is it gonna take? I don't know. Snub after snub. I feel like I feel like I'm the up and coming band that hasn't been signed to the major label yet. I keep just showing up in the van and just Uh not getting the hooks from the A and R. But here I come. I'm going to Madison and I'm coming for you, Bill Shiken. You haven't seen someone like this since Ian McKay of Minor Threat. You may have heard of him. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't know I if wonder, Bill's heard if, of him. Yeah, I wonder if he's heard of him. I wonder. Probably mm. not. Probably not. Here I... <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of a deep cut, you know? Yeah, yeah. super deep. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> For like a 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, go to wideacopodium.com and find out about all of our full selection of independent cycling media. Mm-hmm. And we've got some other great sponsors lined up. Can't wait to talk about. Saw some emails coming. Uh, oh, it's going to be great. A little guy, I know you're getting pretty excited. Um, but before we yeah. get into that, let's get back to the show. Hello, this is Shireen from Last Track Lions, and I don't listen to the podcast. Boys, All right. I know this is where we usually do... The uh, email bag, but uh-huh. we do it's have, overflowing this week. We do have some unfortunate news. We have a death in the family that I think we need to report on. Oh no! Yeah, um, we lost uh, a loved one in the oh. in the in the in the cycling, uh, you know, pantheon. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Tim, I think it was near and dear to your heart, it's maybe more fair. than anyone else on this podcast. Um, you know, what? very wanna, near and dear. I, I think the podcast needs to send our condolences, of course, to the surly cross check uh, that was laid oh. to rest uh, earlier this week. That it brought a tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug into the archives. Uh-huh. I've yes, got a, did. I've got a, I've got a bin behind me. Yeah, and it says. Timmy's things that my grandfather made for me like years ago from anybody from Rhode Island. It's out of an autocrat coffee syrup box and it's where I keep all my mementos. I got lots of race numbers in there. (laughs) Got lots of photographs, lots of accoutrement of my cycling career. Peak Tim lives in the autocrat. Just a quick note. If you were going to have Tim read your eulogy, Maybe just scratch him off the list because he's just going to talk about himself. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I, know, yeah, I, know. Yeah. I know. So, so as I'm digging through the photos, I had to deep dig deep to find me mm. riding uh-huh. my first ever race bike. Okay. Surly cross check. When I debuted at the Capitol Criterium in 2002, yeah. it was on a cherry red Surly cross check bar end shifters. It was fantastic. Mm. Bar and shifters um, at the Capitol Crit. It's great. I can't believe they allowed me in with it. Can't the, the sideward breaks. stairs. I lasted <laughs> three laps. Uh-huh. Now, you gentlemen may also remember when the old new cycling courier, the <laughs> myself, showed up. 
Yep. My yes. first day with a surly cross check. Yes. Yeah. Bar and yep. shifters. I thought I was too hot to trot. Man, I love that bike. Definitely you guys were. didn't even talk to me. You were so yeah. impressed. You're like, ooh, that guy's too cool, too cool to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I had that. I and I, I, I had that surly cross check for the first six months that I worked as a courier. And then the first really cold day below zero. And the freewheel mm-hmm. froze. And then I realized why everyone rides fixed gears because I yeah. was spinning like crazy and the Pauls had all frozen. Yeah. I loved my cross check. One of the coolest bikes in history. And I'm it was, saddened I, I, I'm that gonna, it is gone. Yeah, I truly I'm gonna am. Switch this uh, to focus a little more on the bike and the brand no. than, than Tim. <laughs> more on me. Uh, Tim's glory. Take it back days. to me. Uh, but, this is yeah. a glory days podcast. The, we started with Valverde. The Surly Crosscheck was just an unbelievably versatile bike. It was amazing. And yeah, it, like, it could be a single speed. It could be a geared bike. It could be a cross bike. It could be a gravel bike. It could be a, a road racing bike, apparently a crit bike, uh, as Tim used it. Um, and and it followed on the heels of the uh, Surly Instigator, I think, was the mountain bike uh, or the one-by-one, one, I guess, maybe. Um they they were just doing all kinds of cool stuff back in the day, and uh, it is sad to see a legend go, uh, because now now everybody just makes these bikes with forty five watt a bottle holders I mean, on them, and I don't understand. The cross check you could do with so many things, right? So they sold it yeah. as a frame only. So the first one I had, um, I bought the complete. So year so year one they sold it out, and then year yeah. two they came out with the complete. The complete was the bomb proof bike. It was the first bike that I had purchased that wasn't a big three, mm-hmm. Trek Giant or Specialized at the time. And it was the first bike I had that was 4130 steel. That thing got hit by a car. We bent it back into shape yeah, yeah. Yeah. with a Park Tools frame alignment gauge, brought it back. We're a triangle, was totally all cockeyed. And I got to tell you, that bike, I rode it to Chicago. It had everything. I'm bummed I sold it. I owned three different Surly bikes in my lifetime. A one-by-one rat race. I owned a a Surly steamroller, the -hmm. track bike, and I owned the Crosscheck. I miss all three, but the Crosscheck is where I learned to love cycling. Before that, I had mountain bikes with some shocks, and I'd go ride some trails, but I'd ride around. But the Crosscheck was... Like, I didn't have a car. The Crosscheck did it all in the winter everything like man that bike was awesome yeah it is a uh, it's sad to lose and it's you know comes on the heels of uh all city uh tanking as well over there qbp kind of uh the bread and butter for bike shops uh you know for the shop rats uh, as it were like uh the kind of go-to's um you know end of an era uh really feels and- like we're turning a page you know in, in bike shop lore and at the end yeah, of the cross true. check, they they kind of went flat bar. So it did like it just oh surly. The brand surly. Like it I know cross check is just like one part of it, but I mean Surly's kind of lost their way, right? Like, I mean it from what it was to oh man, they used to make so much cool stuff. And now it's gone. The one by yeah. one. Granted, not many I, people want single-speed 26-inch mountain the, bikes, but man, it was awesome. Uh, the world changes, and brands get bigger, and companies get bigger, and profit motives uh, become, you know, more important. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's obvious that the old Surly bikes of the of the late 90s, early 2000s were uh, driven by... Um, what the folks at Surly needed or wanted, you know, in their, whatever riding they were doing, they were like, you know, it'd be cool. And then they'd make it. Whereas now I think they do a lot of, uh, you know, market research and probably uh, get some data on whatever the kids are (laughs) clicking on, on TikTok. See what actually sells. Yeah. They're trying to, trying to make money. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, they're making uh, different stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that current bikes are bad, but they don't have the same soul that some of those old ones do. So, Would you say uh, they don't? Maybe they lost it. Maybe that's the best way. Like, they still 
they still make good bikes. If you're looking for quality bikes, go to the Surly website. Yeah. Maybe it's the nostalgia, and I know I've wrapped about 45 minutes of Glory Days Tim here, but like the original Surly um, catalogs, which were basically paper zines. Yeah. Sometimes I go back and look at those, and I'm like, man, that like grittiness and that like. That's was, what made me fall in love with cycling. Yeah, it was very and authentic it was and it was very relatable, you know. Um, and yeah, I, th- I do think they lost that. Uh, but um, did you have you either of you ever owned a Crosscheck or a Surleys in your time? I've no, had a couple uh, of Surleys. Not never a had a Surly. Well, I, my what? cargo bike is partially made out of Surly, so I guess I own part <laughs> of a Surly. So yeah, what did you, uh, you have, a, Spencer? I had a steamroller and I had a couple of Pugsleys. Over the years, Pugsley, two or that's two right. or three, the Pugsley, the original fat bike, the original fat bike. I mean, it's like the it's the stupidest thing of... ever invented, and they just invented it because they were like, "This would be dumb," and then they were like, "We'll just sell it," and they did. And guess what? Worldwide phenomenon. Uh, you know, USA Cycling president uh, creating a national championship for himself to win a uh, level of changing oh, the bike industry. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, That's how long the podcast has been around. Is that we yeah. remember when uh, was that Steve Johnson? Is that his Steve name? Johnson? That, uh, yeah, that created his own national championship to win. But um, <laughs> I mean, it was just Surly brought us the singulator, which was like you could make you could make your derailleur bike a single speed. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Jethro tool. So they had a bunch of like accessory stuff. I just maybe a little part of me died. When I heard that the crosscheck <laughs> left, but I had no intention to buy a new crosscheck, so I was part of the problem and I accept it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was a little yeah. bummed. It's kind of yeah. It's like I mean, there's they they lost their mojo and that's unfortunate. And it but it happens. Every every punk grows old, uh, you know. At some point, they gotta lay down the uh, the old studded jean jacket, um, and somebody else will well, pick it up. And so you know, right speaking. now, I, I think the person with the punk rock jean jacket is uh, is Squid. I think they're doing. They're picking up the mantle. They're making yeah, all kinds of weird cool stuff. So you, yeah. well, it's definitely not Moots with the Express. No, we, certainly we, not. They're we, driving we buried, an Audi. We talked we about this. We buried them a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so you would say Squid? Okay, I'll look into it. Um, State Bicycles kind of doing it. They they got a bunch of forty one thirty, but um, let's. Uh, that's your. That's your. If it's forty one thirty, then it's. No, like, I just like. I'm just looking for something that just reminds me of when I thought bikes were cool. Undentable. Just like, well, if Mazzy's, you go to the... Mazzy's not doing as much cool stuff. Like now, I have to go on to eBay. Then like now I've become little guy because I used to just be the the ultimate consumer here on this podcast. Just be like, I'll just buy a new one. Now I'm like little guy searching eBay for yeah. like bikes that I thought were cool 20 years ago. Um, yeah, we got our uh, email. Uh, this is a repeat from uh, this one comes to us from Jeremy. Hey guys, thanks a million for sharing my story and my Cannondale on the pod last week. While huh? listening, I couldn't help but laugh as I can very easily see why you all thought I had was actually from the UK. Hell, I even closed out my email with cheers. Probably should have mentioned that I live right here in the good old Midwest USA called Youngstown, Ohio. We're somewhat Ooh. known for our history of mob-related car bombings or more recently murders per capita. However, we are also the birthplace of Bike Nash Bar. It was really? while working Beautiful. as a mechanic at Nash Bar's main outlet store and corporate headquarters back in 98 that I came across the beautiful Seiko Cannondale team frame. Now, before you say anything, I've heard all the jokes. Yeah, we were pretty cheap. Shortly before Nash Bar was purchased by the big performance and moved to North Carolina, I was actually able to get my hands on a second Seiko Cannondale frame as part of our liquidation. I've attached a photo of the twins in my basement, Zwift Pain Cave. Yes, the backup Cannondale serves as my permanent Zwift steed. Please pay no mind to the large mirror on every single wall. Believe me, the last thing I want to see while riding is myself from every conceivable angle. They were there from when I bought the house. Mm, I uh, plan to remove uh, them very soon. Yeah, uh, sure. It's it's very on brand for Seiko, though. Again, love the pod, and thanks again for mentioning me. Um, The tandem, tandem Cannondale Seikos with all of the mirrors, it's like, twice the excitement but it's pretty amazing <laughs> i mean yeah come on who doesn't want wheels? a pain cave where you <laughs> just you just look at yourself and you think like yeah i'm fit i'm super fit you know what this is a pretty solid uh pain cave we're gonna send this one in uh we'll put it on the instagram i will 
Um, maybe we should start starting now. Send us pictures of your Zwift pain cave. And we'll start rating them, and then we'll share them on the Instagram. <laughs> but on uh, this one, uh, oh boy, we have Spinergy Cannondale Seiko CAD. Um, looks pretty good overall. I give this one um, five pepperoni pizzas. Okay, it's pretty five fantastic. Pepperoni. We'll put it. Wait, we'll what is the, the old how many pepperonis are there? How many? What is the zero one to five or what's is the, this way? Hang on. Is this uh, the Zwift uh, pizza slices you earn kind of thing that you're going for here, Tim? Or is that just Ooh, a... Yeah, we might want to change that. I might want to change the rating. system. Should we just go out of classic classic 10? So after this one, I, I give it a solid nine. This is pretty good. This is a pretty good pain cave. Um, lots of mirrors. Love that. And the Seiko bikes. If that's your Zwift bike, okay, send in your pictures to the slow ride podcast at gmail.com of your Zwift pain cave. It's wintertime. You must include the bike that you're riding. Extra points for badass bikes, or if you have a moots on your as your as your secondary Zwift bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you no. downgraded it to your pain cave. This thing's amazing. This thing's no, I mean pain no cave. pain caves will ever match the like uh the Graham Obrey like like riding the like the like exercise bike in what looks like a bombed out room. So that, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for some real like <laughs> like dungeon yeah. porn here. Yeah. yeah so go it, to- can't, it can't be like uh, uh, the pro Peloton uh, in start of the lockdown in 2020 when everyone's on their sweeping vistas on their uh, patio next to the pool in Switzerland or something. Yeah. This is. No, the, yeah, we that was a, interesting. I, that was an interesting time. It was cool to see, you, be like, oh well, Tom Dumoulin has days a, of COVID. No, 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 no. But I, I, I thought it was very. It was a weird thing to suddenly see inside these pros' houses, and some of them had, like Spencer said, like the the guest sink, like on yeah. the like most amazing porch in Andorra or something. And then some were like GVAs was like, like it looked like he set it up in a space he like he'd never ever ridden a trainer before which i kind of imagine gva only <laughs> ever went out possible, and like yeah. that was when he had to set it up for the first time and i remember watching one of those like tour races or whatever and gva like finished and like his kids came in like right after and i was like is oh, that man, when you were he's, like he's retiring. It's a family man he's, well, he's retiring in october of 2022 <laughs> GVA is that's I, he's only got three more years i can tell yeah, also can tell. he's like yeah. 38 so or something so that that sort of is a tip. Amazon and cycling. Listening to last week's episode, I appreciate Little Guy's union reference towards the end of the Amazon cycling team bit, but I feel you missed a rich comedic vein. What better sponsor for a cycling team that may be implicated in nefarious activities for its dominance than a company who has its employees producing copious bottles of clean urine through inhumane labor conditions? Oh, man. <laughs> As experts true. in 90s what a cycling, point. I'm surprised you missed lists. Ugh. Still love the pod. Leif in Canada. Of course, talking about uh, the Bezos factory, forcing the prime delivery drivers to um, utilize uh, cartons, Gatorade bottles uh, in mm-hmm. the back of vans as they're delivering to keep the timeliness of that is P- Amazon Primos. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Uh, can't <laughs> believe we failed on that one, gents. Oh, Damn. man. We're, dr- we're getting old, man. We're, we're slowing down, I guess. I don't know. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses at all. But uh, Leif, thank you uh, so much for the email. Let's keep this uh, mailbag party going. This next one comes to us from John. Late night thoughts for the Slow Ride Pod. If Amazon sponsors Jumbo Quick Step, will the kit have the Amazon smile on it? And if so, will it be treated to an ad where Wout Van Art has to make a same-day package delivery in the kit? Maybe he's racing a UPS truck. Maybe Remco is driving it. Keep up the pretty okay five stars, of course, podcast. This is the Soride Pod's resident computer scientist, John. P.S. John r- rhymes with Dawn, just in case you need a pronunciation <laughs> key, but I'm sure you nailed it. P.P.P.S. Amazon is a tech company. That's why I'm weighing in. Oh, thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> an expert. We have an expert on the podcast. Yeah. That's fantastic. So you heard it here I, first. Amazon is a tech company. I do like Confirmed. the idea that uh, Remco is driving the uh, the UPS van, but shouldn't Remco be driving the pizza delivery Toyota Corolla? That yeah, would be, well, that uh, would be super cool. He just cuts them off. Your fourth place omission, a eh? dear slow ride pod. 
or should I say you un-American Canadians? Longtime viewer, first-time caller, while patiently waiting for episode 400, which I can only assume to be all about rail, bunk- rail biking with George Hincapie. Wow. Well. Shout out. Shout out to the James. writer here for like calling back George Hincapie. We stopped talking about him when he stood us up on like seven interviews. Everyone <laughs> should just reach out to George Hincapie and be like, why did you skip the slow ride bike? Um, I li- stop reaching just, out to George Hincapie yeah, just start, on our behalf. No, stop. Yeah, yeah, just, just, <laughs> We've been harassing the man for a decade at this point. Yeah, yeah I know. He's got to relive the glory days. Yeah. No, you guys. Um, the, the email continues. I listened with enthusiasm to episode 454. I was quite excited when you began discussing the recent UCI mountain bike race in Snowshoe. Mm-hmm. I was quite surprised when you mentioned by name, first, second, third, and fifth place riders <laughs> without mentioning fourth place American Sevilla Blunk. While I understand your sister show, CX Hairs, no longer lists top-placed American in international cross races, I would for sure think that you people would at least mention an American podium finish on home soil. Tisk tisk. Maybe yeah. if you spent less time talking about naturalizing Michael Woods and Michael <laughs> Vandenham in exchange for a water bottle during Canadian Corner... You should shout out to the amazing American women nipping at the heels of the top spot in elite mountain biking. Four stars to make up for your fourth place admission. Josh Abbey, pronounced Abbey like a church. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, we might not be quite as patriotic as people think, but uh, we probably should have mentioned that it's got fourth. Well, I, I hadn't seen the results uh, in my defense, and Tim did that Same. whole segment. So I think we can pretty squarely throw Tim under the bus for this yeah, one. Just want you to I like your back argument. it over in, in metric, too. Be good. In my defense, I didn't do any, any research <laughs> or pay any attention. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah, no, I am 100% sure little guy also had done no research on no. the mountain bike race in I West Virginia. Missed. Just a funny, uh, it's a funny defense. Yeah. In your, your honor, in my defense, I was asleep at the job when that happened. And it was not my <laughs> Long time listener and favorite of the podcast, Jesse Reitz, just chimes in. What a week! I'm getting on board with little guy. I can go from race to race on GCN all race all week. So much racing. Of course, yeah. this is about the uh, Italian classics. Can't wait to see Jesse out there at uh, in Madison at the uh, at the pod uh, at the. The World Cup. Um, but, gentlemen, saving the best for last. Of course, I'm talking about Sally from New Zealand. It's oh. time to bring out the big guns. Okay, guys, I have found a new dog breeder who may have a golden available for us. I thought that a puppy may tip Jeff over the edge, so this breeder has a potential adult golden retriever who is beautiful and wonderfully with kids. She's thinking about rehoming. Naturally, like all, like in all strong and loving ma- marriages, I have not told Jeff. So I need you to put the <laughs> pressure on. Statistically, you're a better cyclist if you own a dog. True. This yes, is true. That's correct. Yes. I okay. Now, I had a dog who uh, did pass in 2012, and that was th- probably the last year I was any good at bicycle racing. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. Spencer is 100 percent correct. He's. There's no yep. results since then. I, I can confirm. <laughs> I, I was okay before yeah. that. So with yeah. dog, pretty good. Without dog, yeah. not as good. Will owning a dog mm-hmm. make you race faster? Absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're in agreement. Proven. We've proven oh, yeah. that. Jeff, what are you doing? Get the dog. Uh, and if that fails, if we get a dog, Jeff can get a new bike. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 yeah. the, whoa, the big guns keep here. that one, keep that one in your back and, <laughs> and the dog can be called the gummy bear and yes. you have it on record that I will walk the dog every day. Of course, that's subject to change, but don't read that out loud to Jeff. Oh, whoops, sorry. I need you slow ride. Sally, Jeff, you can get a new bike and a new dog. You already have the K-Van. Pretty sure you're living life. It's got the gummy, what else you need get here, the gummy bear too. Oh, it's incredible. All right, um, you get the gummy bear in your life, 
Tim's okay, going to suggest him moots. Do not listen to him. Do not get the moots. No, uh, definitely not a moots. Lost all value. I, did we move on to Mosaic or Firefly? I'm trying to remember like which one are we supposed to move on any, to. Anything. Anyone. Seiko, uh, like Sanadale? Some, some, some New yeah, Zealand tie maker that's probably... I, I think Jeff's choices are, uh, uh, like Tim said, um, what did you just say? I have already forgotten. Mosaic? No, Firefly? after that, no, after that, he, he had something good. It was a decent a suggestion. A Seiko yes, Cannondale? that's yeah. what it was that you said. You, could, you you got your choice between that, the Seiko Cannondale. You can seek out a Surly cross-check, or you can go get a squid. I think based on this episode, those are your choices, Jeff, uh, for a new bicycle. And you get the gummy bear, and you don't get divorced, and everybody wins. <laughs> Did yep, you guys, uh, speaking of uh, New Zealand and our friends over at the Bike House Dunedin, did you see that the flying mullet has retired? Um, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that. That's too bad. But he had um, good, Shane good career. Shane Solid career. Yeah. On, uh, was on Bora for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty pretty bummed that uh, he won't be there to shepherd Primos to a uh, multiple wins. In the uh, in the the Bora Hansgrow jerseys, but congratulations to Shame Archbald for a wonderful career, and shout out to our good friends um, in uh, New Zealand in Dunedin, um, Sally and uh, the Gummy um, Bear, the the Gummy Bear, the Gummy <laughs> Bear, <laughs> nobody else, <laughs> yeah, no one else. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just the dog and Sally now. It's great, fantastic. Um, oh. Well, keep those emails come to us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received. We have the collapse of the surly cross check. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else you want to get over and get, get on about, but uh, anything pressing top of mind to you two? No, I think, I think we covered it all, man. That was, yeah. it was a big week. Somehow we, we, we did it under under four hours. I thought we were going to go at least four or five hours on yeah on all at this, least. But, um, um, we'll we'll have to put out a bonus episode of Tim going through uh, the Timmy box and all his memories about the uh, <laughs> early sorry, messenger got, days. Yeah. I got some good ones in there and and some current ones. Uh, you know, like I yeah. said earlier, the Doc Hollywood is definitely making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty stoked about it, but uh, I'm really excited if I'm going to see anybody out there in Madison at the Cyclocross World Cup. I'll be out on the course uh, Friday afternoon, Saturday, um, Sunday. Uh, pretty excited to see a bunch of uh, good folks. Um, Josh Carroll, I know, is going to be out there. I know uh, uh, Jesse Reince will be out there. Hoping some others uh, come up um, from all over. Say hi if you see me uh, mm-hmm. at the uh, the old like, Cross World Cup. I'm going to expect you by the uh, secret bar there in the woods. Yeah, but I, I mean, kind of going covert because I will be on the hunt. For Klein oh. Corner, the secret Klein room. Oh, you gotta get oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You got. You Last time get I was in. there, I got a I got a Klein demo paint tube, which uh, top tube, which little guy has not <laughs> sent to me yet. Nope. <laughs> it's somehow it's weird because I mean you've come to town a few times, but I've it's gotten like, a Klein somehow it always we don't get uh-huh. there. Um, I've got all types of accoutrement. I know so it's Tim, there. It's just here's there. here's the play, Tim. Like wander in the front doors of the Trek building and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, hey, uh, I was here for the event. I was wondering, do you guys have a restroom? You know." And when they say, "Oh, yeah, it's right over there to the left," like walk down the hall and just sort of, you know, you do the going in the door, but then you're not, and you continue down the hall, you know, and then then you're gonna have to get low because you're gonna want to be below cubicle height, um, okay. you know, so you can like kind of bob and weave. We're going to have to get you like a, a top-down you, blueprint of the office layout so you can make your way to the vault door where clearly the uh, lines are the, held. Like the Robert Redford classic sneakers. Like I'm going to have to learn like, ooh, what's this What's movie. this room over here? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so do you know how like there's hidden bookshelves? Like you move like the third book to the left uh-huh. and mm-hmm. like the, the door opens up? Yeah. Um, what do you, what piece of Trek cycling paraphernalia opens up the, <laughs> the vault into the Klein room. Like what? Okay, no, they, wow. they have, oh, oh, guy's got his hand up right away. Yeah. I didn't even finish the question. <laughs> well, I knew where you were going with this and I know, you know, in the lobby, they've got a bunch of bikes always from uh, big wins, big Trek wins through the years. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if, mm-hmm. if, if Fabian Cancellara's Peru Bay bike is still there, you know, if you push that button for the motor, 
going to activate a motor <laughs> that makes a door. Was he mo- on a door was he on a trek for that little little guy? Uh, I don't know. He won so many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Probably. I think he was on a trek when he won with the motor accusation time. I think so. You think that was Cervello still? I think it was Cervello. I don't even know. All right, I'll do some research. You keep talking. I can do that research, but I I don't know if it, so it was a, it was a good shout. I appreciate that. I I just think that there's there's going to be some uh, like much better accoutrement that mm-hmm. gets you into the client um, that literal client corner, like that like it, you oh, know it's no, in the corner of a building. It's seven layers down. Like it is yeah. not. It's going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. to. Uh, you're going to have to work for it. So you're going to have yeah. to get through the trek level. You're going to have to get through the bond trader level. There's like, some there's lasers be, that set the alarms. Well, yeah, you're going to have a final boss at each level, you know? Um, <laughs> this, is, this is like Bowser and Mario, uh, you know? So we're going to need you to uh, be on your toes. <laughs> That's where they put Gary Fisher. <laughs> Bowser. And Keith, Keith bond is down there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you think... <laughs> I think they have a clubhouse. It's like, it's like Gary Fisher, Keith Bontrager, and uh, Gary Klein. The, uh, the, like, the Greg, the Greg they, Lamont that is they walking, up, about, walking they Earth. about Greg Lamont? Yeah. No, no. He's down there. The the one on uh, that we see on social media, he's just an android. <laughs> I love it. All right. So we're going to provide all of our listeners a little, a little, uh, a little window behind the scenes. The podcast was supposed to end about eight minutes ago, mm-hmm. but little guy has been laboriously yeah. hitting the card catalog at the local library on his <laughs> um, on his neighbor's Wi-Fi uh-huh. to find out it, on what bike did Fabian Consolera win Paris Roubaix. Um, <laughs> little guy, where are we in your research? Because um, I don't remember what year it was. I was trying to remember what year, and I was trying to. <laughs> That How he many went, times that did it he was win? the accusation year. How many times did he win? I don't know. Two? All right. Um, well, we could probably just go by team. I. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that is the year that uh, he won it. So captivating uh, recording here <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. And the podcast. And the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he won it three times. He won Rubate three times. Yeah. Three times? How many times? Like, okay. So with CSC once... Yeah, he won in 13, 10, and 06. So 06 was with CSC for sure. Yep. And then uh, 13 was on on Radio Shack. So he was on the trek there. And, and he was still on Saxobank in 10. So it would be 13, correct? 13 was not the one. I think 10 is the time that yeah. they were accusing him of the motor. Yeah. So Well, I mean, yeah. he certainly still had the motor on the treks, though. Is, I think that's the point. Technology would have gotten better, yeah. Definitely made it smaller, too. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the glory yeah, days yeah, when yeah. they had the scanner? They had like an iPad. They're like, oh, they still do it. They still do. Eh, come on. They just don't do it very often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Anyways. Well, gentlemen, it's been another fantastic Slow Ride podcast. Make sure everyone emails us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. We'll rate your Zwift pain cave as we go into winter season. We'll also rate your bikes. Uh, ask us any advice questions that you've got. We're here for you. Um, once again, that's Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Um, and want to thank BK1 of Rhyme Stars Entertainment again for. Over 454 episodes of letting us use one of the coolest songs ever, Radio Ducambel, off of the album Tema Ducambel on Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis still trying to figure out which year Fabs was <laughs> accused of some hilarious stuff. 2010. Still peak booning. Uh, and this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists you see out on the road, even if they had a motor in paper bag. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. I like that you say 2010 is peak booning. Uh, let's see here. E3, Fabs, 
Uh, Flanders. Fabs. Uh, Paris-Roubaix. Fabs. I believe that is not peak Poonin, that is peak Fabian Cancellara. <laughs> There's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds. But we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. <laughs> <laughs> 